Welcome to the Breaking Down the Bytes podcast. Interested in the IT field and looking for a way to break in? Are you a college student or looking for a career change? The IT industry is booming and has tons of opportunity. It's vast, complex, and can be overwhelming, but we can help. Come along as we break down some of the barriers as your insider to the tech industry. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's edition of Breaking Down the Bytes podcast. You can find me on Twitter at layer eight packet you can find kyle on twitter at danith 256 you can find the show on twitter at breaking bites pod pretty active on twitter so come say hello kyle what's up man another week oh uh, yeah excited been waiting you know good got a new microphone so we're uh, you sound sexy man it sounds real good nice yes. <laughs> love it sounds real good now this, this is great uh for those of you that may have noticed uh, we have a new intro, thanks to our friend Mike, who is dabbling into the voiceover game. So he was kind enough to do a voiceover uh, intro for us. So thanks to Mike. Shout out to him. Uh, go check him out. Thanks, Mike. Awesome, dude. Uh, college buddy of Kyle's and I. So we're getting everybody involved here at the show. Not just a two-man pony show. So we're, we're getting everybody. As many <laughs> people want, want to be involved, that's us. So <laughs> now nah, thanks, Mike, for the, uh, for the intro. It sounds great. Uh, really, really cool stuff. So this week... Is a little on the heavier side, Cal. Like usually, you know, you hear on social media, everybody's talking about the great things they do and, you know, it's all positive and yay, look at me. Yay, look at me. This week, we're going to the dark side. We're going to the heavier side of things. Mm. We're talking about losing your job, not getting a job, yep. losing one, which I think is just as important as talking about getting one, right? You have to talk about losing it as well. So all this positivity, I want to bring everybody down. Let's, let's get some negative in here for once. <laughs> it's crazy. It's too many rainbows and sunshines going on here. Yeah. So I thought this would be a good, uh, good time to talk about losing one, like what happens, right? Uh, what happens when you lose one, whether, you know, there's a variety of ways you can lose it, right? So why do people lose their jobs, right? So either, you know, your company was bought out by another company and you were made redundant right? Or layoffs, right? Companies not doing so well, whatever. Poor performance just on your part, right? So, I mean, there is that, you know, he may not see it that way, but you know, others do. Or, you know, a restructure. Teams move around, people shift, whatever. And then, you know, restructure and all of a sudden, oh yeah, we don't need this person and, you know, see you later. Yeah, I don't know. If, did, did you have any others in there? Uh, those were the big four for me as far as why people may, you know, may lose their job on the short end of the stick. Yeah, I think that that pretty much covers it. Those those seem to be the the pretty common things anymore, especially with certain companies going down and other companies acquiring them, and then you know you got duplicate roles and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'll start off with a little story. I was fired exactly one time in in my career, and let, let me start by saying it is the worst feeling you could ever have. Like, I don't care what the reason is, whether it was direct reflection on the person or you or you know, something outside of your control, just getting fired sucks. It just plain, it, it's garbage. It, it makes you feel so terrible. Uh, I was, like I said, I was fired one time. It was not my fault. And if you listen to earlier episodes of this podcast, I sort of go into that a little, a little deeper, but uh, it was just, it wasn't the right fit. It wasn't what it was presented to me. So I was told one thing and then I got in there and started to try to move forward and whatnot. And they weren't, they weren't cool with it. I eventually wore out my welcome and they fired me. Even so it's still, 
it still sucks. And I was, I was an angry, angry boy. Let me tell you, I was, I was pissed. Like still, like I still don't like to talk about it because I'm just not that kind of person. Like I, I take very much pride in my job, my work ethic, where I've come from goals, things of that nature. And to still talk about it, just, oh, I hate it. Like I, I'm clenching my fist as we speak. You know, it's like, oh, this really sucks. <laughs> you know, but it is what it is, man. It's a part of life, right? You eventually, you know, I hope none of you guys or gals out there have to experience it, but I did. And at one time in my, uh, it's going on 20 years now, and I'm in this, in this gig, in this, uh, in this role of IT this industry. Um, but it's, it's just not, uh, not good. So I, that kind of leads into the first one as far as like keeping your emotions in check. Right. So, yeah, you're coming in on Monday or whatever. Most uh, places let you go on a Friday, which kind of sucks. You know, you're like, oh, you made it all week. You couldn't fire me. In the, you couldn't fire me on Monday. <laughs> you know, most places do it on a Friday. You know, it's like, oh, all yeah, right, I made it through another week. And then HR is like, oh, come here, close the door. And you're like, oh, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I would just say keep your emotions in check. At least for me, I felt all of them. I felt you know, anger, sadness, panic, right? Panic is up there with, oh my God, what am I going to do for a paycheck? How am I going to, you know, I got to keep my mortgage going and the kids fed and all that kind of stuff. So I would just say, keep them in check, go through them all, right? And whatever you experience is fine, but you got to keep them in check and sort of rein it in to gather yourself and move forward, right? Recognize them. And I, I say this, and I know it's not easy, but uh, move on as quickly as possible as you can, right? Easier, easier said than done. You know, focus on the future. I, I think that has a big, uh, the emotional game, I think has a big part of it. Um, just as much as, you know, get back out there and hitting the pavement and, you know, pounding the streets, looking for a new job and whatnot. So, uh, Kyle, any, any thoughts on that as far as the, the emotional yeah, side? Yeah, definitely. Just trying to keep a level head with it. Obviously it's not an ideal situation for anybody. Nobody wants to get fired, but try and take as much positive out of it. Use it as a, a growth and a learning experience and try and get to the next step, um, getting yourself, uh, you know, back out there and employed again. Yeah. I, like I said, I think emotions play a big part of it, right? You have all those whirlwinds of emotions when HR says, thank you for your service and, you know, leaves you out the door, but you got to take it in stride. It's an opportunity to focus on the future you know, get back on your feet as quickly as possible, right? Because everyone's in a different financial situation, kids or no kids or, you know, married or whatever, house, whatever. Uh, you just, you have to, you got responsibilities to take care of and whatnot. And uh, it's, you know, take your time to grieve, but eventually you're going to have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I know that sounds stupid cliche, but it, it you know, it is, it is what it is. And just opens, opens doors to better opportunities. And, and that sort of, that sort of leans into the next thing, at least for me, be open about it, right? So when people ask, like, hey, this happened, it was X, Y, Z, right? Whatever the reason was. Focus, if you were if you were let go for, you know, a performance thing or whatever, you know, I would say focus on why you were let go and see what you can change, or I should say, see what you can focus on to change, whether that's habit, whether that's circumstances, things of that nature, I would, I would see what you can kind of tweak and, uh, cause you don't know it's a problem if you don't, if, if you're not aware about, you know, aware of it. Right. So you can't change what you don't know. So I would take it as a learning opportunity to learn about yourself, right. Just as much as, uh, learning about your new surroundings and the market that's out there for, for your skill set, Right. I would, I would say, Hey, take it as a learning opportunity, focus 
on what you can change and, and see if you can change for the better. You know, that being said, I would tell people you were laid off and obviously the name of the game, network, 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 right? You can't, you can never talk to too many people when you're looking for a new place and a new, a new gig. Right. And that goes with, you know, updating your LinkedIn or I believe they have a banner or some sort of profile thing that you can put on your profile picture that you're open to work. I would do that. Uh, let, let recruiters know you're, you're hiring, or I should say you're, you're available for hire. And, uh, trust me, there's a influx of recruiters out there that just bang on your DMS all day long. <laughs> At least I get it all day long. So I, I, yeah, I would do that. And again, talk to everybody. There's no such thing as, you know, talking to too many people, right? Just talk to everybody. Cause you never know who's got a, who's got a corner into what, or who's got a, who's got the ear of a important person at their company, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I would, I would certainly talk to everybody and see what you can come out on the other side and say, Hey, yeah, at least the opportunity, right? So at least a foot in the door or resume talking to the right person, whatever. Uh, I think, I think that's a big, I think it's a big thing. Wouldn't you say Kyle? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say though, even with that talking to everybody, you know, putting that out there, you got to make sure you still have your emotions in check too. You know, you don't want to go running around you know, talking too much smack on your, your previous company or something like that too. Cause it's not a good look. And if it gets around or back or, you know, maybe somebody knows somebody at the other company and then come to find out that, you know, you're just a big goof off or something like that. <laughs> you don't want that either, but do your best and keep your head on straight. Yeah, I agree. I, th I think, I think you would agree with this Kyle that I think the IT community or the IT industry is smaller than you would think. So there's people that know people that know people and eventually, you know, it's like the, like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? You're always, you're only six, you know, whatever, six, uh, connections away from, from Kevin Bacon. So yeah, it's crazy as, as I even did my last job hop, how many people went from the place where I did work to the place where I'm working now or knows somebody or took a class yeah. with somebody else. And I'm like, it, it just, so many people are connected, like you said, six different ways. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, especially me, my first real IT job was in a data center, right. As an operations guy, changing tapes and, you know, resetting servers and stuff. And you know, that like smart hands, that kind of shit. But now, you know, like working at the data center and that's such a large footprint of like, you know, a core of an IT, you know, IT industry is obviously a data center or co-location. Like I just know so many people that have walked through those doors and I've used those connections or no working with them or whatever. Truth be told, the place I work at now has space in that same data center that I worked. So I know a lot of the guys that still that are there and, and, you know, we, we get along great and whatnot, but like those connections you make at that particular position, um, is, was just, was just awesome. Uh, so again, talk to as many people as you want. And, and, uh, fun fact where I work now, the company that I got laid off from actually does our hardware recycle program. So when they, so when we are, when our gear is end of life and we yank it out, it sits in a huge pile. They actually come and take it away and haul it away for recycle. So there again, like, do I talk shit about them? Yeah. Probably in like the first, like six months I was laid off. I talked all kinds of shit on them because whatever, but like, you know, but now it's like, what a small world. Like they're literally our recycling company. So, um, not that I had to deal with them, whatever, but it's just, it, it goes to show you how small the IT world really is. Right. So like Kyle said, just be prepared to talk about it. 
you know, be honest with, with people and, you know, don't, uh, you know, keep it professional, don't shit talking or whatever, just to keep it, uh, keep it close to the vest and, you know, just move on. The other part of that too, when you do have some sort of, you know, you're inevitably going to be laid off and then have downtime, right? So it's like, oh, what do I do with myself? Like, you know, you don't have that routine that you used to, right? You get up, you shower, you dress, you try to work, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, I, with all that empty space of downtime, right? Um, I would, I would invest in like a personal development, right? I would say, Hey, again, this is more of like finding out about yourself, right? So recognize area or areas that you may be weak in, whether that's from a emotional side, like an EQ side, or whether that's a skill, an IQ side and, you know, take a course on it. Right. So, um, after you're done listening to this episode, go back one week to our episode on low cost or free training, right? Take a, take a course, say, Hey, I need better. Uh, and I need better. And this is me personally, cause I'm, I'm getting better at this, but I'm not great at it is like organizational skills. Uh, I, I, I struggle with organizing things cause I think there's too much out there. I think it's like, Oh my God, what do I use? Do I use one note? Do I use pen and paper? Do I use, you know, do I use Google docs? Do I use Trello? Do I use Asana? Like all these different crazy programs out there. And it's like, ah, I, I get so hung up on what program to use. Like I don't actually focus on the organizational stuff that I should be putting these programs to use on. <laughs> so like what, you know, for me, it would be how to organize your time or how, you know, time management, um, organizing thoughts and ideas and getting things done, task lists, those sorts of things. I, I, I do recognize I'm, I'm, I'm weak on that. So you know, that, that would be one thing for me personally to, to address. Uh, so, you know, that sort of thing. So again, that's more of like a self, uh, like an inner self recognizing your weaknesses, looking yourself in the mirror and saying, look, I need to work on X and then going out there and using your Google skills. Or if you have a, a subscription through a, a, a service like Pluralsight or uh, IT Pro TV or any of those other uh, training sites, you know, hey, they have a course on it. Take it, man. Absolutely take it. I, I think that's uh, a good use of time. It plugs some holes and that's more you can put on your resume for when you do find that next job. Um, you know, the other thing I would work on for myself from a technology perspective would be Python and scripting, some automation stuff. I'm, I'm not very good at that. So if I ever do find the time in between uh, work and uh, a life with two kids, I may take a Python course one of these weeks. You know, who knows? Yeah. So I would say invest in your personal development, right? You have the time, uh, make that part of your new schedule, right? Your new routine. Uh, say, Hey, you're getting up, you get breakfast and from 10 to 11 or whatever your time frame is, you know, focus on the course and, you know, that sort of thing. Anything on that, Kyle? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, like you said, uh, check out the previous episode, you know, put a lot of great content out there, but yeah, just things that would be useful things that you're weak on um stuff that you're interested in i mean you could look around on linkedin you know as you're searching around for the jobs what like what kind of skills are they looking for do you have those skills do you need to brush up on those skills do you want some new skills and, and kind of figure out what uh direction you want to move in and then you can kind of put those skills to use and when you update your resume, you have something to show for it, like pretty proficient in uh, Python now or learning different uh, aspects of IT that you might not have 
been super great at. Yep. No, I totally agree. I think that's a good one. Uh, and it, it sort of keeps the, the juices flowing right in your head. It keeps you in that work mode as far as, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that sort of thing. So you're not too, too rusty when you get back out there and land your next gig. Because you eventually will land your next gig. It just depends on what that turnaround time is, right? It's just it's just one of those things where it depends on the market and what's out there and who's looking for what. But you, you'll eventually land it. It just, but it will drive you crazy until you do land it. <laughs> It's just one of those things. Yeah, Kyle, what you said kind of leans into the next one, right? So up, update your resume and prepare the narrative. I don't know if it's as well, I should say as well, but I don't know if it's as as, as common a question as it might have been, say, even five years ago. But like, you know, five years ago, they used to ask, oh, there's a big gap in your resume. Why is that? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know if that's still a thing today. Maybe it is. Um but I would have I would have a, a narrative prepared, you know, anyway, just in case you get asked, right? So it will come up in interviews, most of them. I don't know about all of them, but most of them as to, you know, like I said, why is there a gap in your resume? I would try my best to get ahead of it and and have an answer ready. Keep it professional. Don't like Kyle said earlier, don't don't sit there and name drop and, you know, talk shit on your and your previous employer and why it was a bad fit and they should have done X, Y, Z at, at your suggestion, right? Nobody wants to hear that. That's, that comes off as a little raw and aggressive, but you know, just say, Hey, you know, ha- have an answer for when that question comes up. Cause more times than not, it will come up just because that's what they look for, the sort of thing. Um, so uh, I would just prepare that so it doesn't hit you in the face or, or catch you off guard. Right. I would, I would have an answer for why there is a gap in the resume. So six month gap, maybe they get asked three months, probably not, you know, that sort of thing. A year plus probably, you know, it will, it will get asked. So, uh, again, just have an answer for it. It's smooth. Uh, and it shows that you've, you, you've prepared for that. The other thing too, it, and everybody works different. I don't know, Kyle, if you have an opinion on this, but everybody sort of has a, has a different, um, emotional tie to this, but like you said, take your time to, to sort of grieve and you know, understand your situation, why you were let go, whatever. But, you know, after some time, right. And that time is a variable thing, right. Everyone handles it differently or needs a different amount of time, but get out there and dive into the job search, right. So, you know, Indeed or LinkedIn or Dice or any of those sorts of, uh, sorts of places, like really get after it and, and see what, you know, see what's out there, what you can apply for. And I honestly, man, I just apply for, I apply for everything. <laughs> like, even if I'm not qualified for some of the bullet points that they need, I apply anyway because they're never going to find that golden unicorn that they're looking for. Just going to depend on if your resume is strong enough in other areas that they're going to take a flyer on you. So I would, I would apply everywhere and say, Hey, apply to everything. Like, before this last job change, I applied to like, Google and Salesforce and like, like, and I know I had no shot, right. But I did it anyway, because why not? Right. In, in this, in this market, right. As of June, we're recording June of 22, we're recording this, this, the job market, at least the last year plus has been, it's been through the roof. There's been such a boom. So it's like in this market, why not? I mean, at least for it, there's been such a boom why not go for it and see if you can land a big fish, right? So like I said, if you don't match the criteria 100%, I would apply anyway. Uh, Like I said, they're never going to find that golden, you know, golden unicorn. But if you feel uh, other needs for it and you can learn those other skills that they need, 
fine. You know, that sort of thing. But don't be afraid to take your shots and see what uh, see what fish you can catch when you cast your reel out there. Yeah, definitely. And I, I would say that goes back into uh, some of what you're saying about the networking too. If you know other people in the IT field, ask questions. Hey, uh, what kind of stuff do you do at work? Uh, technology that you use? Is there any particular software monitoring tools or something like that that you find awesome that help get stuff done? And then you could even present those or read, watch some YouTube videos, anything like that to just kind of get current with, uh, you know, some of the technologies that are out there. Yeah. I think that goes back to you know, investing in yourself and in, in that aspect as well, you know, kind of keeping up on, on what's hot and what your sort of shortcomings are. But yeah, I think that's a big one as far as, uh, yeah. as far as that goes. I, and this is maybe less on the job side and more on the personal side, but I would, I would also like take a look at, you know, 50,000 foot view look of your finances and create a budget around that and plan, say, okay, assume that you're going to be off for the next, you know, look for the next job in six months. Right. Uh, and if you're not, if you pick up one next week, great. You know, that kind of thing, but look at your finances, you know, then those are going to depend on your living situation, kids, you know, whatever, uh, create a budget around that and, and plan, like I said, for six months and say, okay, look, I need to do this. This is how much money I have left, you know, saved up, whatever. Uh, and this is how much I can sort of live on, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, and realistically like put a date out there and be like, okay, look, I expect to be, I expect to not have a new job in X you know, months. Yeah. That sort of thing. So I think, I think the finances piece gets overlooked, uh, quite often. I, I know I'm not great at budgeting. Um, I, I do it, but I'm not super great at it. And I know, you know, depending on people's situations and stuff, they live paycheck to paycheck or whatever, but, uh, and that's where the panic sort of sets in and like, oh my God, well, how am I going to pay for this? Yeah. That sort of thing. But I would really look at your finances and, and really sort of stick to a budget and, you know, cause now it's, it's crunch time. Okay. Yeah, you don't have an income coming in, but you know, bills are expected to be paid. So, uh, just keep that in the back of your minds as far as other things to do. Right. And I would, um, then check on, you know, unemployment, right? So applying for unemployment, applying for health benefits, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, all the sort of softer side of things with, uh, with the job, right. <clears throat> I would check on that. Um, each, I think each state is different if I'm not mistaken, Kyle, on unemployment. So I believe you're yeah. right. Yeah. So it depends on where you live or what state you live in, at least here in the U S you know, each state has different laws and, and, uh, guidelines. So I would, I would check on that and employ and uh, apply for unemployment as soon as possible. At least gives you a little bit of leeway and money coming in to, to help with that budget planning, you know, that I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, then you at, le at least you have something to say, okay, look, I have a little bit of scratch coming in. I can cut the Netflix for six months or I can cut whatever, you know, that's a TV, whatever it is, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, apply for health benefits and uh, unemployment right away. Like that's like, as soon as you get home from getting walked out of the office, like that's what I would be doing. Yeah. And that's what I did, you know, when I was, when I was canned. So, uh, that, that sort of, and they tend to take the longest, at least, uh, the process is a little longer uh, than some of the other stuff. So I would get those in sort of soon. Uh, to, to get really off on the right foot, if you will. Anything on that, Kyle? I don't know if you've had uh, experience with unemployment or. Uh, yeah, back when I was uh, an idiot kid and 
was working retail. For like, yeah. for like two weeks ago? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, um, I would say get the unemployment paperwork and stuff because they kind of drag their feet and, uh, you know, you don't want to wait till you need it to apply for it. Kind of deal like that. Like get it, get it started as soon as you can. And same thing with, you know, healthcare and stuff like that. You don't want to be left without it if you need it. Yeah. Doesn't that suck? I gotta say, man, your new mic sounds really, really good. Awesome. Yeah. That's good uh, to hear. Sounds real good. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you, young man. Stepping up. That's right. Nothing but the best here. Breaking down uh, the bites. Right? <laughs> yeah. And the other thing too, Kyle, you brought up this website uh, and we'll, we'll put the website in the show notes uh, for anybody that's interested, but um, it's called myskillsmyfuture.org. And it's, uh, it's almost like a career, you know, one-stop website kind of thing. So I guess like you tell them you've had a job, like a job you've had in the past, right? So I'm doing it live. So let's see what happens. Nothing ever good comes from somebody doing it live. Um, but let's see. So I just put in network engineer <laughs> and my zip code and I'm in Pennsylvania for those that don't know the U S it kind of just gives you, so it almost, it's like a career match sort of thing that it, it almost looks like another like job site sort of thing. It tells you the hourly range or the, the typical wage, I should say, um, for, for said occupation title. Um, so like one is like computer system engineer slash architect and one's a computer hardware engineer, telecommunications specialist, things of that nature. And then, um, gives you the, the job listings for those particular titles and then like a typical wage of title. And then types of education. So like bachelor's degrees or masters, things of that nature. And then it gives you an option to find training in said, um, in said title. So I just clicked on computer systems engineers and architects, and then it gives me a list of colleges in our area that offer said programs. And most of them are going to, you know, this, <clears throat> this particular instance, uh, for computer systems engineers, that's going to fall under uh, like a computer science type, uh, degree. So that's, uh, it's just, so everybody around here, uh, or pretty much anywhere <laughs> gives a, gets a computer science degree nowadays. So cool. So that, that's kind of cool. So if you're interested in that, it's my skills, my and you can kind of mess around, <clears throat> mess around with that. Uh, it looks like you can kind of bridge to like a new career or a new, um, industry, that kind of thing. So it kind of mixes and matches with that too. So that's, that's kind of interesting. I'll, I'll have to fool around with this just to kind of get a little better idea of what this site is, but it looked pretty cool. And we thought we'd throw it out to you. Anybody interested, uh, my skills, my future.org and the website will be in our show notes. So if you want to check that out and just poke around to see what's up. And the other thing too, I, this is kind of not, it applies to when you're losing your job, but but when you actually have, or when you're applying for new ones, I always check out sites like Glassdoor and um, LinkedIn, as far as like the company, their company page on LinkedIn and try to get, uh, you know, try to get, um, you know, uh, aware of the big players, right? So, you know, who's a VP, who's a president, you know, who's going to be interviewing you, right? Um, that sort of thing. So do a little homework on, on that. And uh, I find Glassdoor to be, really beneficial in, in a lot of instances. It, it gives you some really uh, good information as far as um, some companies out there and 
look yours up and see what people like about it, don't like about it. And that gives you a little bit of an insight to maybe it's a, it's a good fit for you or, or, you know, maybe not. So, and I've come across places at Glassdoor that are great, you know, and I've had places on Glassdoor that it's like, oh my God, run, you know, that sort of thing. I'm like, you know, so that may play a, a role in you taking that interview or not. Right. But I would, I normally always take interviews, even if it's just for interview experience, right. Cause you can never have too much of that. Right. Cause everybody's different. Uh, you talk to all kinds of people in all different walks of life. So, um, I take it just for interview experience. And even if I know I'm not going to take it, just talk to people and again, network, 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 and maybe a year or two, whatever down the road, that place becomes a little more, you know, it fits in, in your timeline a little better or say, uh, the person that, you know, you were interviewing with it, you know, most likely would be your boss. Uh, they moved on to another company and, but they really liked you when the interview they did, you know, they interviewed you for another company. So it's just the endless possibilities are just crazy. So, but I, I always try to do my homework before running into an interview and at least knowing, I at least like to know names and players of, you know, I should say names of players and, um, a little bit about what the business does, you know, as well. I don't know, Kyle, you have any thoughts on that one too? No, yeah, I think you're definitely, um, spot on with that interview experience. Just do all the interviews you can ask questions, take notes. You know, you can really only improve by doing it and, and kind of getting comfortable and more familiar with that process. You know, it just makes it easier down the road. Yeah, agreed. Uh, that was kind of it. Uh, I know there was a lot there, uh, just a couple of different things, just to try to ease some people's minds. You know, again, we have all this, uh, you know, you see on social media is everybody's wins, right? But we wanted to kind of bring it down to earth and, you know, talk about losses because you will have losses, right? So some of the negative sides of of things I think is uh, is important to talk about too. Um, you got to talk about your losses just as much as you talk about your wins. So, you know, you hope you never have to be part of a layoff or, or you know, fired from your job for whatever reason. Um, but if you do, uh, I hope this was helpful uh, to kind of ease some of that. Uh, and again, if you need more info or you need, uh, you know, uh, something to bounce some something off of of one of us kyle and i are are always uh here and around and whether we're hanging out in discord or uh twitter uh, my dms are always are, are always open so hit us up or uh whatever we can you know, we'll, we'll try to help wherever we can and you know if you got more questions or uh, not sure about x y or z or what you should do um you know just just let us know we're, we're more than happy to uh to help with that and, or in, with any subject, not just this one, uh, any, any subject. So, uh, come on and, and hang out and, and chat with us. So, uh, Kyle, do you have anything else to, uh, to, uh, add to this fine, fine conversation? Yeah. I would say just reach out and ask questions. You know, we've, uh, we've both been in the game for a while now, so we'll help everybody, uh, you know, get in and, uh, do great. That's it. Get in and do great. That's our new motto. I like it. Everybody, that's going to be it for this episode. A little shorter one. We have some great guests coming up. Uh, those will be a little the longer ones that you're used to, right around an hour or so, um, somewhere in there. So I think uh, we have some really cool guests, Kyle, coming up. <laughs> you and I sort of talked about them in the last couple of weeks, but trying to get schedules lined up and and people in the right rooms. But um, yeah, I think this has been real good. So uh, again, thanks for joining us this week on the new and improved 
Breaking Down the Bytes podcast, right? Make sure you visit our website, breakingbytespod.io. Yep, it's not .com, it's .io. We want to be mm-hmm. one of the cool mm-hmm. kids, right? So yeah, definitely. <laughs> you can subscribe to the show on uh, on your favorite platform there, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, anywhere. Uh, there's, there's subscribe links to those uh, right there or an RSS feed. You just want one of those, that's there too. Have at it. Uh, so you never miss a show, right? So Kyle and I come back, back with a vengeance, right? We're back weekly with this stuff. So we're getting on the schedule. And uh, again, we've got some real cool, cool guests coming up. Uh, I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy. Uh, so make sure you tune in over the next few weeks. Uh, speaking of iTunes, if we could throw us a rating on there, I'm not really sure if they still do the rating system or, or not. I, I think they do. Um, but I'm not sure how that rating system plays into to get into the fresh and new section I, i've heard different things so but anyway e- either way throw us a rating uh the, the more ratings we get the better we look anyway so that's all that's all good there um throw us a rating that'd be great uh simply tell a friend right uh word of mouth is good uh even in these heavy heavy technology times that we live in word of mouth to to a friend works just as well sometimes even better um than, than the tech stuff so follow us on twitter again i'm at layer eight packet kyle's at Danith two fifty six. Uh, the show is at uh, Breaking Bites Pod. Uh, check that out. And Facebook slash Breaking Down the Bites. Uh, Discord server uh, invite is in the show notes. All of our socials are in the, are in the show notes. If you want to go uh, click the buttons, click the links. And I think that is it. Kyle, it's been fun as always. Always. Always fun. Yeah. And we'll see everybody next week for another episode. Okay, everybody. See you next week. Bye.